It is the Bannerhood Without Brothers. It's Joey. It's Chelsea. Oh, it is the end of an era. I know. I'm so sad. Like, I've accepted it, but I, I'm still sad. Yeah, you and me both. It's, and I think because of the, you know, how the season was received and how we kind of didn't know if it was actually good or not. And it really might be one of those we might have to go back and watch to really, really confirm if it's been good or not, uh, you know, based on the series finale last night. But it's, man, I tell you, I just don't, I don't know what to do because you know, we waited all those years, you know, the year and a half or two years for eighth season. And now it's, it's done. Like it's, it's over. And it's, I don't know. I, I feel wanting. It, it's so weird since, you know, we're people who have been watching, watching it since 2011. This is the beginning really. So like we've had these years of like fan theories and like build up and like where we want things to go and like what would be so cool to see. And like, I'm almost envious of the person who just gets to binge it now and like understand, like just watch the story with like no other exterior things. I'm, I'm almost jealous because maybe I feel you maybe like in, in a year or so I'll forget about it and I'll just go watch it again. And I'll be like, Oh, okay. I see the story here. Maybe, maybe Maybe. we will. This last episode I think that we didn't know what to expect from it because, truthfully, we've been like, okay, well, they, they could build on this for this this episode and this episode, and then nothing really ever got built on. They just – it's almost like they saw an episode, they wrote it, and then they said, oh, yeah, what did we write the last time? Oh, we're not going to worry about that. We're just going to write this episode completely separate from the others in, in a way, and I don't know. There just was – it was so choppy. Don't know if it was the editors that did it, if it was the writing. I don't know if it was the directors that just completely messed up. But it really just – there was no flow to the season, and that was a huge issue to me. And it really culminated in the episode last night because I thought the first half of the episode was actually very enjoyable and very good. I I thought the first – it was great. I really did enjoy it. And I'm like, man, if they build off this, it's going to be super. Right? And like – it was it was so quiet, and then it was like all this stuff happened, and you had like this great imagery. And honestly, if they would have ended it right after the whole throne room scene, I would have been happy with that as an ending. I would have yeah. been cool with it. I'd have been like, "Well, damn!" And I'd have been like, "The kingdom is in disarray. Like it started, like you know, like it originated or something like that." But I just ugh, so mad like I there was a distinct part and I have been a defender of this season I have tried to see the logic in the season and last night I had the moment that every fan has had this season where I looked at the tv and I was like really this is bullshit it was just brilliant writing up until this moment and for some reason they just dumbed it down the way I felt about it because everybody asked me today how I felt about it and I was like I feel like it was a really simple ending for a super complex story and they missed about half of the show and they, they, they lost the magic that was game of Thrones because they focused on more of the political side as opposed to more of like the magical side, which is fine. I'm okay with that part of it. 
You know, it, it's it's fine if it's done right. And I really was honestly, I don't I don't think it was. But then again, like maybe it was. Maybe we just completely missed on some things. And I, I have some ideas. I'll, I'll talk about it at the end. But uh, so we'll, we'll just get into the episode and talk about it because, like I said, and I think you agreed there too, is that the first half was actually really good and kind of captivating on hey, what's going to happen? But truthfully, it followed along exactly with the leaks, so we kind of knew what was going to happen. Uh, yeah, if, you know, as I mentioned last week. But uh, you know, we we start out with Terry and John and Davos. They're kind of just surveying the damage, walking through, and you get a full scope of, like, holy crap, like, King's Landing is decimated, which tells me that they probably could have cut down on Daenerys killing everyone and Arya running around in the last episode and maybe fo- focused on giving a better death to Cersei and Jaime. Right, and, like, not she, wasting the budget on a white horse that had no absolute point at all. And that was probably somebody's damn horse they bought in Spain, and they were like, ah, let's just put old uh, Flicka. <laughs> up in here and get some screen time. I, I don't understand. No, because it didn't. It didn't end up coming to anything. It didn't even show up in the. the it was just a damn horse. Because she came walking back into the city by herself. I know. <laughs> like, what'd you do with a horse? Like right? Like where's the damn horse? But anyway, that's what I want to know. Hashtag where's the horse? But so you know, Tyrion and John were talking. And Tyrion, obviously, they're they're kind of like, uh, shit. Well, we were wrong, and. John does not want Tyrion to go by himself to face Daenerys. I'll find you later. It's not safe. Let me send some men with you. I'm going alone. Leading up to this, a great scene where John, you know, he obviously knows that Tyrion is probably going to his death. Because they've seen her just burn people alive for the shit of it right in front of everybody with no trial, no anything. And so obviously John's right to do that. He told Grey Worm to kill everybody else. So like they're just slaughtering people in the street. In the name of the one true queen, Daenerys Targaryen, I sentence you to die. Grey Worm. It's over. These men are prisoners. It is not over until the Queen's enemies are defeated. How much more defeated do you want them to be? They're on their knees. They are breathing. Uh, you know, John and Davos, when they go, like you said, Grey Worm is there about to execute the Lannister soldiers. And John's like, what are you doing? I mean, Grey this is Worm's ridiculous. Murder everybody. <laughs> yeah, he's straight emo now after Missandei got killed. It's like, and I guess, you know, the Unsullied really are followers. That's what they are. They're not meant to be leaders except for he has kind of had that leadership role and, and that was well, a, that was a rough never thing. had lives they're soldiers that's what they do that's all yeah. they do so that's all they've been trained to do from their little time they can't father children or anything so they fight and yeah. it like it was very i just love the imagery of it all like it was so dark and scary and then like you had the ash and then when you like first see her and those wings pop up and you're like ooh lady olena had it right like she became the fucking dragon man like it was yeah, it was that is- beautiful and also like kind of dictatorship nazi scene and you were like damn did we get screwed and i guess that's what was reflected when they were talking and he was like we're all in love with her i was like yeah i guess we are 
because she was easy to root for at yeah. the time. She was able to seduce people. I, I don't know if you've ever read The Art of Seduction by uh, Robert Greene, but it's a fantastic book. And it's not necessarily all about like sexual seduction. It's talking about like even political seduction where you're able to seduce people. It talks about like how Hitler did, how uh, Kennedy did. They were able to seduce masses, and she was able to do the same thing. You know, you wanted to root for her. You wanted her to be um, and a powerful queen and all these things, and she did. She just did it in a completely different way. But, you know, Tyrion – I wanted to go back. Like Tyrion obviously saw the error his ways, and he sees he's going to kind of face the music with Daenerys. He makes a little sidetrack to figure out what happened to Jamie and Cersei. And yeah, I think he needed to confirm, even though I don't even know how he got in there because that little hole looked like tiny as hell. Well, I think there's a rock that he could have pushed out of the way so he saw he could roll this little rock down. But as he's walking through there, I'm like, there is a shitload of open spaces they could have walked under to not get crumpled on by the damn bricks. Like, right. how stupid were they? Or, I, I don't know, maybe stay on that map that never got destroyed that we saw. Nope. Just stay in there. You could have been okay. But yep. no. He goes and finds him, sees Jamie's hand sticking out, which I was really hoping that Cersei's wine glass would also be there, which would have been hilarious, to be honest with you. But that was a really great scene for Tyrion, though, because he sees – he realizes he's the last of the Lannisters. Like, I know. You know. They died in as much animosity as he had towards Cersei uh, over the years, and uh, he still loved them, and – she obviously still loved him in a way because she had those all these opportunities to kill him, you know, after he has, had killed Tywin, and she doesn't do it. I so know. She had mercy on him in a way that she never did growing up and then during his time as Hand of the King and all that stuff during the first few seasons. You know what? I was thinking about it. The Valancourt prophecy did kind of get fulfilled because in the end it was Tyrion. That brought on the death of Cersei. I agree. He backed Daenerys and he brought her there. Yeah, he did. And they, they, he brought them into it and led them into a place. I think we're having to reach for some of these prophecies, which sucks. Uh, but I mean, you can see it. And if that's what they intended, then okay, it's better writing than you think. Because, but they just did not tell the story well on a lot of things. They were just like, hey, just hope you figure it out. You bastards. Yeah, good luck. That's pretty much it. His brother's there too, which had to really bum him out. Of course he did. And and he didn't he thought he would be the one to die and not yeah. them. You know, he was hoping to get to him be the one to sacrifice himself. Well, over I, his brother's sister. From, I think I said from season one, I was like, I feel like Tyrion is gonna win the Game of Thrones. And you know what? Kinda did. I wasn't fucking wrong. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and I want I'll get, we'll get to that later. I, that, that's still that that whole scenario is crazy. But Daenerys, like you say, kind of goes out there and gives her Hitler speech. Now, that dragon wing imagery was one of the great shots in TV history, in my opinion. I thought that was absolutely breathtaking. Right, she looked that. amazing, was incredible. She had that black leather dress. Her yeah. braids, like the Dothraki braids, were insane. Like yep. she looked so good. She was such like a conqueror at that point. And I think, like, if they would have had the season to properly cultivate that, it would have been <laughs> the most beautiful fucking reveal ever. Yeah. But since they rushed it, it was just, like, but it was amazing. It was so cool. Like, you had the big banner. Where did they get that banner from? <laughs> That's what I'm just, saying. Like, 
it was for us (laughs) but it was so cool and then she was like sitting there talking in a different language and that to me would have been like also another sign to like to john and then like whoa why isn't she talking in a tongue that we can all hear that thing that we don't want to know yeah that's that right there is a great observation because she is she's completely talking to the people that worship her yeah and she's talking about how she saved the people of king's landing from slavery like there's no one left yeah but she talks about going to all the different the different kingdoms and saving the people from slavery it's like well that's the way you're doing it that's your liberation is wiping out entire people of genocide i mean you're yeah you're liberating them from everything because well, and they were starting to show that, but then they rushed it so much that they had to have Tyrion just kind of like break it down like a meme. You know, she had such a fast decline into craziness. And then, yep, she's like, I'm going to dominate the world. Yeah. And, you know, by that point, you're like, well, this bitch got to go. Like, yeah, work. you know, I thought it was a really great thing with Tyrion. You freed your brother. You committed treason. Freed my brother. And you slaughtered a city. And he takes the hand of the king, the hand of the queen off and tosses the pin down the stairs. I thought that was awesome. Oh, I know. Peter Dinklage deserves an Emmy after this season because oh his acting gosh. was like beyond. Like the the writing sucked, his acting phenomenal. Oh, I think the, I think the acting all season was great. That was what was so good. He this was his episode. Like he was what made this episode this any scene that he was in was really great mm-hmm. and well his performance was great because i will not say that that scene with the the council was great but they arrest him and which you obviously expect but you're like okay well they don't burn him so that's good and yeah. then, then john's like watching everybody walk away and then all of a sudden Arya's there and john's kind of like what the what the hell are you doing here like what a minute and then they have a great scene there Wait for me outside the city gates. I'll come find you. John. She knows who you are. Who you really are. You'll always be a threat to her. I'm a killer when I see one. And Arya's like, uh, yeah, so uh, she's no good. Yeah, like she gotta go. You wanna do it or should I? Yeah, it, it, that was basically what it was. I think that was the first hint that somebody was like uh brother th- this this whole thing ain't gonna work out like this is not gonna be good like she's not <laughs> she's not gonna spare anybody and i really thought that when john goes to visit Tyrion, that that scene with him and john was so good it was just chock full of good meaty quotes and things that they talked about and i really thought that was one of my favorite scenes in the series my father was an evil man my sister was an evil woman. Pile up all the bodies of all the people they ever killed. There still won't be half as many as our beautiful queen slaughtered in a single day. So everywhere she goes, evil men die, and we cheer her for it. And she grows more powerful and more sure that she is good and right. Tyrion tells him, I don't but want to have to kill Daenerys. Yeah. I mean... No. I know. He, like, he had to. You are the shield that guards the realms of men. You've always tried to do the right thing. 
no matter the cost. You've tried to protect people. Who is the greatest threat to the people now? It's a terrible thing I'm asking. It's also the right thing. Do you think I'm the last man she'll execute? Who is more dangerous than the rightful heir to the Iron Throne? Tyrion really defined Jon's role. Jon is the protector of the realm and everything. And it's, it just sucks. It's, I'm like, I'm so like bitter about the Jon Snow thing. So it's hard for me to like analyze this positively because I think my boy was done wrong. But anyway, no, it was a, it was a really good scene. And it, you know, Jon's just sitting there being a little bitch still. And he's like, he kind of was mimicking how I think the fans have been. Like, well, she had all of this stuff happen. So like, it's, it's like, you just understand. He's like, she burned an entire city. You were on yeah. a dragon. Would you have done yeah. it? And that's when John was like, "Oh shit, I would not." Have. Yeah, you know, John says that love is the death of duty, which was a callback to who ended up being his great great uncle, Aemon Targaryen, uh-huh. black. And you know, I love that. Was Tyrion was like, "Wait, did you did you just think of that?" Because mm-hmm. <laughs> right. John's John's John those char- uh, character to do that. You know, Tyrion telling John that he needs to kill Danny. Was, was great and him using his family the stark side of the family as kind of that point where like hey man like you might want to think about this oh yeah sansa was not bending the knee no 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 sansa was not and sansa was still not ready to bend the knee at later in the episode as well but john does go see to go to see danny after he leaves Tyrion, and what might have been one of the cooler scenes too was him walking towards the right, the, the red keep towards the throne room. And all of a sudden you see the snow start to move the big pile of, or a big pile of ash. And he just wasn't scary either. Like of anything, yep. like he, everything you noticed he did in this episode, he just walked right through. Yeah, he did. It just, because I think deep down he knew, like, I think it was more of him thinking about what he had to do. He maybe in, he was hoping that he would get killed before he had to actually make that decision. I don't think he actually wanted to make that choice. Well, obviously not. Yeah, of course not. And like you said, they pay off that vision from the house of the undying where she's walking through a destroyed throne room, which we now know is ash falling. And then when she gets to that point where she touches the throne for the first time, and also in that vision, she hears, she turns around, and that's where she goes out the door of above the wall where she sees Dro, uh, Drogo and her son. Yeah. So that's basically like foreshadowing her death. She does the exact same thing, touches the throne barely, and then John comes in. I know. You think, okay, they have a good moment. And then well, it's, she's crazy as shit still. She's still I'm, nuts. I know. Well, I'm glad that like they at least paid off one vision. <laughs> I I really liked it. I thought that she was such a cool, powerful character. And it's interesting, you know, a lot of people are like, they're like, oh, it's character assassination. But I think a lot of people forget the phrase that power corrupts and absolute power corrupts absolutely. Like, she had absolute power, and it grew as those dragons grew. And once Drogon became the most indestructible thing ever, that's how she viewed herself. And it was just like... She, you know, it, it made sense that she imagined this great new world and that she had to burn this whole world 
and it would like rise out of the ashes like a phoenix and it's you know i mean because that's kind of how she's done everything like people didn't believe her so she burned them and then she emerged from the ashes well and you know you know what got her killed was the thing that made her most vulnerable which always did which was was love and that's what made her love for drogo made her vulnerable to that witch which got her son and drogo killed basically then you know for those years afterwards she refused to fall in love with anybody she used kind of that she used love as a weapon yeah. for all these times well then she fell for john and that was what worked against her john used that weapon against her to draw her in and put that knife through her heart i know and then we were all disappointed yet again when he pulled it out and it did not light up and become <sighs> You knew it wasn't going to at that point. Like I just, I just, I've. I had a, a little tiny bit of hope. I did because what was the point of it after that? Like that was the thing is, at in the end they just they basically said to Zora High, eh, you were good, see ya. Like we're not going to talk about you, even though that you literally were a massive plot point throughout the entire freaking series. And to fact, an entire king, Stannis Baratheon, that's what he thought he was. And he was actually fighting for and because of. So, but no, that's good. We're, we're, we're fine with that. I know. Uh, but anyway, crazy. so he stabs her. And then, you know, Drogon's coming at this point. And Drogon yes. comes, and there's this awesome stare off. All right. John versus yep. Drogon. Yet again, John just loves staring at dragons this season. He's all about it. Yep. And Drogon throws his little fit. And then he just, you know, it's one of the only scenes I cried at in this entire episode. When he burned that throne, I really felt like that to that to me was the end of that was it. That was the end of Game of Thrones. Drogon got it. Fuck that throne. You know, I thought it was cool. It was a cool scene, but I'm like, okay, so this dragon has the wherewithal to have that kind of like this is what's caused all the problems. This is what got my mom killed. Well, yeah, they're smart mystical creatures, like I wouldn't doubt it. I didn't. I wouldn't doubt that he would grasp some understanding of this thing. I mean, he was in the house of the Undying too. We don't know what the dragon saw. Yeah, you're right. I mean, that's very true too. You're you're right about that. But then he picks up Daenerys and then flies her off to God knows where. Like you hope it's going to pay off, and then no, not a damn thing about him they taking even- that box. They even tease it with Bran being like, where's Drogon? Maybe yeah. I'll find him. And I was like, ooh, we're going to know. Is her eyes are going to pop open blue. And it didn't happen. Nothing happened. And I was like, what is this shit? Well, maybe they did. You know, and, and, and like you, you had said earlier, and I, I hope this, and, and I saw a couple people posting, maybe they did take her, maybe took her over to the Red, the red Priests because they loved Daenerys over there in Essos. Maybe he dropped her over there, and they're going to bring her back to life, and maybe – because we'll never know. We'll never know. We'll Unless never they know. bring a awesome, you know, random s- series on us, you know, an, a season or something like that. It's like, oh, wait, there we go. But because John's arrested. So uh, obviously he's, we, we don't know that because it just oh, cuts yeah. to him. why no, the John hell? Arrested. Okay. For one, how the shit do they even know that he could have just been like covered that, that blood up, you know, with ash, like kick, kicks and ash over it like nah dog she just flew away on drogon for real like she's gone i'm the king bitch and he crazy he did he would have had to have literally confessed and the fact that 
And if he confessed, yeah, he would have. But it's the thing is, no. Grey Worm would have killed him. Like, this dude's already just on wit's end. Like, he is hanging by a thread. Why in the world did he not just kill John Stone? It makes no, that point makes no sense. Like, you'd have to, we need to see that scene. Like, that, that is something that would be important to do, is to say for him turning himself in, because they were already killing people for no reason in the streets. Why in the well, world? Joey, let's be real. This season does not care about important reaction scenes. Let's let's, let's not pretend here. So yeah, you can sit here and like say all this, but in the end, it doesn't matter because the guys didn't think it was important enough. They had to go to the next scene of this dragon pit scene. Oh my god, I can't believe this. I like to call this the fellowship of the king. (laughs) This made no sense. This was. Just awful. Once again, they missed another crucial scene that would have been awesome for Sansa's character if they yes. had a scene of her and Tyrion talking and plotting the way that this ended up. Oh, my Jesus, how cool would that have been? I know. It would have, it, like, shown how smart and how good Sansa had really become. I know. I would love to have seen her reaction when she found out that John killed Daenerys. How did the, the Unsullied don't know any of these people? They've been around some of them. And they just allow him back in the city to have a a, a meeting where they can determine Tyrion's fate. They've been oh, no, no, no. They said that. It was all the Northmen were outside. So, obviously, it's Sansa and them siege the city. True, but... They but, Michael Bayed this episode, man. They were like, action, action. All right, jump cut. Yeah, they sure as hell jump cutted it because... I, I just don't like who were some of the people. I know Robin Aaron didn't know didn't recognize him with a titty in his mouth. Didn't Blow have a clue. up. Uh, then the one guy was the Prince of Dorne. Yep. And I, then, I, I don't. And then Yon, apparently Helen Reed was there. That was the thing. That wait wait that was Helen Reed. Yeah, he was by Sam Tarley. What the f? I mean, that's a big ass character. Well, not really, because that was Sam. Good God. Ugh. Well, that should just tell you that their, you know, just blatant disrespect for Jon Snow's parentage because, like, they do that. I mean, that's literally one of the biggest plot points in the history of television was figuring out and finding out he's going to be a Targaryen. And, I mean, they used it to sow division between he and Daenerys, which is fine, which is good, which is what it should have done. And there's zero payoff. It meant nothing in the end. But Tyrion is brought out to face trial. They ask where Jon is. And you know, Grey Worm is—he's not very happy about the whole situation about Tyrion even getting any kind of trial. But Tyrion doesn't really get a trial um, because they just decide, "Hey, um, why don't we just like name a king here?" And like Grey Worm's like, "Yeah, go ahead." Right? <laughs> That's a big decision. Well, Grey Worm's never been a leader, so he wasn't smart enough to be like, "No." Yeah, uh, you're Worm, right. Grey Worm wasn't going to be king, so. I know, which, you know what, by the way, one of the funniest, uh, like, I don't think people even realized it, when Davos asked, told him to be a lord and to do his own lineage or whatever, not realizing that the guy doesn't have a dick, one of the great things ever, like, I, I laughed at that, I was like, this dude wants him to start his own house, but he got a dick, and he's got his head, got her head chopped off, so I'm pretty sure he ain't real interested in doing any of that right all of them the same Ugh, all so of them great. go there make houses make families and they're like really but, yeah so really yeah we're good dude. that's a stupid stupid move and then sam was thinking way way far ahead 
Too far. Uh, democracy. And they laughed at that, which I thought was hilarious. Right. I figured that wasn't going to happen, but they would propose it. Oh, yeah. They kind of did it. They kind of, I mean, now they have more of a democratic system, so they're taking the first steps. Yes, they did. But they did choose. They said, hey, well, let's vote here on, let's choose a king or queen here. Obviously, Sansa, like, has no thought that she's not going to be named that. Because when her uncle, when Edmure, which I didn't even know he was still alive, gets up and was like, you know, uh, oh my be a God, good I and I like to think my experience has led to some small skill in statecraft and Uncle. an understand. Please sit. It was hilarious. Uh, Sansa was like, just sit down. Right, just, no. Uncle, really. Okay. And all three of them were just like, okay. I know you don't want it. I know you don't care about power. But I ask you now. If we choose you, will you wear the crown? Why do you think I came all this way? Because when they pick Bran to be the fucking king of Westeros, the six kingdoms, okay, Sansa, be extra, whatever. I love her as a queen. I'm all about that. But she's great. When they elected Bran, Bran, Bran the Broken, I died i looked at the tv and i said this is bullshit i was like this is bullshit and then he goes john will go to the wall and i was like are you fucking for reals i was like this is even bigger bullshit so now john has to go to the wall where he doesn't belong which is absolutely pointless to his entire character because his watch has ended and why did the lord let bring him back to go stand on the friggin wall forever i was just like as a little yeah. kid, I'm obviously a little upset about it still. I think Bran was a stupid choice. I feel like his character does not deserve to be on the Iron Throne or of be king not. of what he's not on the Iron Throne because that there is no Iron Throne. I don't feel like he deserves to be king. I feel like they picked him so the small council could run the whole kingdoms and he'll just be out warging wherever he wants to be. Sansa goes and drops a broke dick joke on Bran right in front of everybody. Just like, well, he can't father uh, children. And which right. I was like, God damn, Sansa. Just she is trying every last breath to get that freaking throne. But she does, like you said, she gets her one of her own, which is great. She's uh, on the north. The north is independent. Yara clearly didn't think about that whenever she was talking shit. So <laughs> Yara's still part of the seven kingdoms there. So she's uh, six kingdoms. So she didn't pull the signs of power move. But Tyrion said that you know, rule, uh, you know, rulers aren't born; they're chosen. So that's kind of what they're saying. Well, now you know, birth isn't going to be a part of it anymore. And then one of my favorite lines, I think, well, what I thought in my head because it was like, this is the wheel our queen wanted broken, and I was like, well, now, now you went from one wheel to four, boom, <laughs> wheelchair joke for the win. For the win. I told you how I feel about it. I'm not I know. Happy. I think it's stupid. I know. I know. I know. John going to the wall, he did want to be. I mean, it's kind of foreshadowed with Tormund saying, you know, they, they said they were going to see. He basically said that don't hold, you know, don't think that I won't see you again, basically. And same with Ghost. And I told you whenever I was freaking about, about Ghost, it's like, they're going to see each other again. Don't worry. Because I had a feeling John was going to be north of the wall. I didn't know what reason for, but I knew he was going to be back at the wall for something. That's where he wants to be. He doesn't want to be a ruler. Either gave him Brand, an okay send. Brandon doesn't care about it either. Guess what? They still pick Brandon. Uh, maybe he does. So I, I got I got, I got, my, I got my theory on that. But Brand makes Tyrion hand the king, even though he's still a prisoner. Like, Grey Worm is like, what? Why in the world? When Grey Worm 
and the Unsullied sail away, saying they're never coming back to Westeros again. And they go to Noth. Why didn't they just have John be like, yep, yep, John's sailing right there. And just like, all right, dude, turn around and come back. They're gone. Right. No, I don't. Don't get it. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, at least they gave me my scene with him and Ghost. So I guess I can't be too angry about it. It was a good, you know, he, Tormund and Ghost were chilling at the wall. Uh, waiting for him with all the wildlings. So that was great. I mean, it kind of put his story full circle in the end where he liberated, or I say liberate, he brought those wildlings south of the wall to save them, and now he can take them back to their home north of the wall, which I was really hoping that they would be going through and see White Walker uh, stuff, new fresh ones above the wall, and then it would go black. That would have been so badass. But nope. now they didn't do that. Nope. They just Happy sent Arya with- off into the sunset on a cool boat. I mean, so the Starks were the Starks were run- running Westeros basically. So, like I said, the winners of the Game of Thrones was the Starks and Tyrion. Oh, absolutely! It absolutely was. You know, Arya was you know traveling with Fievel and going west. You know, the new council, Bronn, uh, the Master of Coin. Of course, his priority was rebuilding the brothels. Which I love it. I loved it. I'm glad that wasn't the last we saw Bronn. I think. You know, he and he admits that his debt, the debt was paid from the Lannisters finally, so that was good. Podrick, by the way, so he's the guy that gets the wheel. He's part of the Kingsguard, which is awesome. You love seeing that for Podrick. But he's also gets another shit job because he has to wheel Bran around the place. <laughs> and think about this. Okay, so they're asking, where, you know, where Drogon is. A logical question, like, where's this big-ass dragon that's already destroyed the city? He's probably real pissed off that his mom's dead. And Bran's like, no, I'll go find him. And this gets wheeled right back out. I'm like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> you haven't done shit. That's why they picked him. Terrible. I know, but it just doesn't make – that does not make any sense. I, I don't like it. They picked him so they could run the place and he could just work out. And they know he uh, can't really be too secretive because he can see everything. Well, we get King Bran the first of his name. Stupid. That's, that's how we, we end Game of Thrones. And – what a run it was. I mean, we had, what, six seasons of good stuff. I know the next thing they're working on is a prequel. Yes, the Blood Moon. Uh, that, that one is going to be uh, – this already started filming or will be f- starting filming soon. That talks about the long – I think it's the one about the long night. No, see, there you'll learn more about the White Walkers. That's where you're going to learn more about all of that, that beginnings of all those things. Yeah. And get to learn, you know, see some of the old Starks and all the, the houses back in the day when they first were kind of getting formed, really, because I think this was all the way back at the beginning when the first men were there. So it's going to be a really sad time in our lives because we have this void to fill. I know. We'll find something to nerd out about. I'm not too worried about it. About it. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll nerd out about the prequels. <laughs> I'm sure and all that fun stuff. But um, we say goodbye to Game of Thrones. It's been a good run. Yeah. Uh, uh, I'm sure as hell we're going to miss it. And uh, we've certainly enjoyed doing the show. Definitely so. I will miss it as well. Goodbye, Westeros and Team Stark for life. Absolutely. Well, hope everybody is uh, mentally recovered from the episode. We're going to find something to talk about. Well, you'll be be hearing from us in the near future, I guarantee you. But, uh, Chelsea, thanks for always. Thanks for, uh, you know, the great seasons of of the Bannerhood. And uh, we'll, we'll talk later. All right, man, it's been fun. I've been having a blast, and I cannot wait for the next show that we're going to be nerdy about. Absolutely. Take care, everybody. This is the end, beautiful friend.
This is the end.